This is the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, episode number 128. Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on. Hey there, Veg Zeners. Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicky. And this is Larissa. In today's episode of our podcast, we're going to be doing some tart talking. <laughs> I mean, about vinegar. She made me say that. I made her say that. <laughs> made you laugh. <laughs> what we're going to talk about today is the types of vinegar, first of all. I didn't realize, like, I just think of that white the bottle white of vinegar. Stuff, yeah. yeah. So um, I, I guess I knew there was other kinds, but yeah, there's more. Par- there's more kinds than I realized, though. So th- we're going to talk about some ways you can use it in cooking. The health benefits, or at least the purported health benefits, of apple cider vinegar, and um, some of the ways you can incorporate it into your green cleaning. All right. Great. Awesome. But first, is it just apple cider vinegar? Um, for the most part, you you mean for health benefits? Yeah. Um, for the most part, and we'll talk more about that, but, uh, I've read some things about, uh, balsamic vinegar and rice wine vinegar, but for the most part, when people talk about vinegar and health, they're talking about apple cider vinegar, but, uh, we'll talk about that. All right. Good to know. All right. But first, a rating. Yes. Okay. This is from October 24th, uh, 2015 from Jane Eldon, who says, inspiring for people along every step of the veggie journey. And Jane goes on to say, I really enjoy listening to this podcast. As a vegan of eight years, at first I thought the podcast would be too elementary for me because the hosts are relatively new vegetarians, but I was so wrong. I learned something from every episode, and not only that, I am inspired by every episode. I love how genuine Vicki and Larissa are, and I love listening to them as they go along their journey. They are just sharing their experiences rather than pretending to have all the answers. No judgments by these two. Just a fun, enjoyable, and informative podcast. Keep it up, ladies. That is awesome. Thank you, Jane. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that. And you're so right. We don't have all the answers. <laughs> I was going to say, we could so per- don't we have all even the pretend to know all the answers no. if we wanted to. <laughs> nope. All right. Are we ready to jump into our main topic? Let's do that. All right. First, let's just talk about what is vinegar. I mean, okay. I think most people are know that smell, right? Yeah. The very. <laughs> let's di- talk about what it is. Okay. So the, the actual definition is a set. Now, this is right out of the dictionary. So uh, it is a sour tasting liquid containing acetic acid obtained by fermenting dilute alcoholic liquids, typically wine, cider, or beer, and used as a condiment or for pickling. I heard wine and beer. Wine and beer. <laughs> <laughs> you heard blah, 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 wine blah, and beer, blah, blah, blah. blah. What? Okay, so, but what does that mean then in plain English without all, all the fancy words? So in plain English, essentially what that is, is it means that for most types of vinegar, some sort of alcohol is fermented using acetic acid bacteria. Now, the exception to this, though, would be balsamic vinegar. Now, that is actually unfermented grape juice. And that, that's what they use as the base rather than an alcoholic liquid. Right. So rather than wine or beer or whatever, yeah. they actually just use the grape juice. Okay. So let's talk about some of the types of alcohol that are used to make the different types of vinegar. Mine. I go. I okay. go. 
Okay. <laughs> and I know why. Me, me. Because you uh, see wine. Yeah, it's wine. So there's red wine, white wine, champagne, sherry, and rice wine. Okay, so those are the different types of wines. And then also we can use, they can use apple cider, which of course makes apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Uh, beer made from barley. Grain alcohol, which is also called ethanol. And uh, that's usually made from corn or malt. That's the hard stuff. That's the hard stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Isn't that like Everclear? I, I think it's Everclear. Probably. It's like 180 proof, something like that. Probably. <laughs> but uh, all right. And then. Not that I would know anything about that. No. <laughs> um, but there are also some non-alcohol bases for vinegar besides the unfermented grape juice, which makes balsamic vinegar. Uh, so you can use fruit. 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 <laughs> So you know what it is i'm yeah. having this honest tea again uh, oh, i'm feeling a little loopy. whimsical yeah uh-huh that's like me with with coffee i have a hard time just saying the word coffee without saying coffee <laughs> i i don't and you know always why. say coffee, coffee talk, talk. <laughs> <laughs> i think that i think that's from like an snl skit or it something. is like from the 90s i yeah, think yeah where they get together and have coffee talk <laughs> And I have the hardest time saying coffee without saying that. So, so you're welcome, everybody that I made. I just made uh, hear coffee every time they hear. Coffee. And apologies for everybody to everybody in New York who she yeah, yeah, right. butchered the beautiful <laughs> New York accent. All right. So, getting back to fruit. Uh, so you can use fruit to make vinegar, and this is really cool. This is I, I was reading about how to do this. So basically, you can take apple and pear cores and peels. So this is a good way to kind of get some extra life out of those parts that you don't eat. Um, So apple and pear cores and peels. You can also use tomato skins and seeds. You can use berries. You can use the skin and flesh of stone fruits like peaches, plums, apricots, and nectarines. And then there's a process where you actually put those in, uh, put those in, I don't remember, the, it might just be water. Anyway, you let them ferment. <laughs> you sit there, you <laughs> let them sit and ferment for a couple of weeks, and then it makes this vinegar. So it's really kind of cool. Uh, so there's fruit. There's also sugar cane juice that you can use to make uh, vinegar. You can use honey. And then there are some, there are other things that you can use. All right. So let's talk about some uses for vinegar. So one of the first things that pops into my mind is... Salad dressing. Salad dressing, right? yes. So then there's the basic vinaigrette, which is one part vinegar and three parts olive oil. And usually in vinaigrettes, you can make a lot, you can add a lot of things to those, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you can make lots of substitutions for uh, the olive oil, for example. You can substitute with walnut oil. Uh, so you would use walnut oil and vinegar as opposed to, you know, the, the olive oil. You could also substitute browned butter. For Bl- olive oil. Yep. And uh, blended avocado. Which that's I'm a really sure. interesting one. Yeah. yeah. Um, you, we should try that for you because what that does is it kind of makes just a creamy dressing. And then also tahini, which is sesame paste. What um, I like about the blended avocado is that's a really good way to get in some of those healthy fats mm-hmm. too. Right. Right. It's just, yeah, it's another type of good fat or good oil. Uh, you can also use instead of, uh, just plain vinegar. I mean, I, I wouldn't put regular white distilled vinegar in uh, a 
vinaigrette anyway, but some of the different types of vinegar you can use to make vinaigrette are uh, wine vinegar, like a red or a white wine vinegar, which have like more mild flavors. Uh, you can also use rice vinegar, uh, cider vinegar, or balsamic vinegar. I really like balsamic vinegar. And you can also replace some of the vinegar with citrus juice as well. So that'll give it, yeah, that'll give it like a different That sounds good. Too, flavor, actually. right? That might be good for actually um, creating a marinade. And we'll talk about marinades yeah, too. Yeah. To create a marinade for vegetables. Uh, so let's move into marinades. Let's do that, shall we? Marinade sauces and glazes. And like I just mentioned, my favorite vinegar for making things like this is balsamic vinegar. Mine too. I like balsamic vinegar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it has a nice flavor. It's a little bit sweet, but not like like sweet, sweet, you know. Um, and uh, you can get the thing about balsamic vinegar is you can get really you can get a range. So you can get really expensive ones or you can get kind of not so, you know, kind of on the cheaper side. And I mean, you, you get what you pay for as far as taste goes. Um, but um you know, it's just a good mid-range is a nice for making marinades and sauces because it still has a nice flavor without breaking your, your uh, wallet. All right, let's talk about rice wine vinegar. Okay. So rice wine vinegar is good for Asian dishes. Now, Larissa, you've tried making a stir fry with veggies marinated in this, right? No, I have not. Oh, you haven't? I have I not, you had. but I okay. think it would be really good that so, does sound good though norm yeah because normally when i do a stir fry i don't marinate the vegetables first i just kind of you know uh put the the vegetables in stir fry them uh and then add some sauce to the end but i'll bet that it would be good to marinate the vegetables first and then instead of adding a lot of sauce at the end you know just marinate those first to get the flavor in that way you know this is a good i this is a good um illustration of where we are maturing as vegetarians i think because one of the things we struggled with when we, be, we became vegetarians was i always liked a lot of vegetables and fruits larissa not so much Ooh. and i you know but even though i liked them i didn't know a lot of ways to make them better mm -hmm. i just thought like of stir fry the way I used to make stir fry was just throw vegetables and whatever and just saute mm -hmm. them and then just put rice and, mm -hmm. and when we were eating meat, meat and that's it. Yeah. But I mean, when you think about things like this, where marinating the vegetables and like mm -hmm. rice wine vinegar, that can make all the difference in how you oh, yeah. uh, really appreciate what you're eating as a vegetarian. It can really make it that much better. Right. Well, and the other thing that I really like is when you do that, then you don't have to... Um, you know, add a lot of oil or add a lot of processed ingredients and stuff to kind of make add flavor. You're you're creating the flavor. You're um, infusing your vegetables with flavor before yeah. you cook them. So then you don't have to add a lot of stuff. Yeah, and not to mention if you have guests over for dinner and they taste something this great. I mean, this is another kind of illustration or advertisement <laughs> yeah for how good things can be without meat right right, right. so one more uh, before we move on to uh, the next little uh, subheading under food uh, one I think my favorite way to use like a balsamic glaze is over stuffed portobello mushrooms these are really good yeah really really good and I'll tell you who has really good appetizer that is exactly what this is is uh mellow mushroom the pizza place we had that yes oh that's right yeah that's they right. have a stuffed portobello appetizer that is it's like 
two mushroom, like the smaller size portobellos, two or three of them that are stuffed with spinach and I think mozzarella and then um, drizzled with a, a balsamic glaze. Oh my gosh, they're so I good. I know. I, I've never seen you dig into an appetizer before oh, like yeah. that. No, <laughs> I'll like, eat that whole hey, thing. You can have that. I'll eat it. <laughs> I mean, I liked it, but you were just so into it. I was like, oh, yeah, you take it. <laughs> I was like, I'll take some more of this, please. Forget the pizza. I just want more appetizers. Uh, all right. So, um, so that's marinade, sauces, glazes. But you can also use vinegar as a condiment. Yes. So malt vinegar is used as a standalone condiment for chips, like uh, potatoes. And yeah, also, and, like, and yeah. Like, and when we say chips, we mean like, like, like fish and chips. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> not, not potato chips, although salt yeah, and vinegar, no, potato some, chips. Yeah, they have some, um, I've seen them say malt vinegar. Right. You know, but, but here uh, we're referring to specifically. But I'm like French fries. fish and chips. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then vinegars are all, also ingredients in different condiments so including barbecue sauce uh, ketchup mustard even mayonnaise uh, one of the ingredients in mayonnaise is usually vinegar it's either vinegar or lemon juice but yeah. um, a lot of times it's vinegar so now another thing you can use vinegar for is to pickle fruits and vegetables and we actually have a blog post on that that we'll make sure to attach in the show notes right it's a uh, it's simple ways to make pickled vegetables it's a blog post that i wrote uh, a few months ago i guess over the summer when we were talking about uh, farmers markets and and things like that so uh, that's something i wrote a few months ago um you can also use vinegar to just add flavor to foods and i think we kind of went into this when we talked about the stir fry um vinegar can help reduce bitterness in some vegetables especially greens i think vinegar is something that's used in southern cuisine to cook collard greens and uh, Swiss chard and cabbage. And what that does is it helps to kind of reduce the the bitterness that some of those can be because I know, I know um, some greens can be really bitter. Yeah, I think that's why I still don't like Brussels sprouts. Mm -hmm. I don't know if bitter is the taste I would say with that, but whatever it is, I just don't care for them. Right. Uh, You can also add balsamic vinegar to a tomato-based pasta sauce. And uh, as it cooks, it'll kind of reduce down so it won't, you'll just be left with that really rich balsamic vinegar flavor in the sauce. It's kind of like adding wine. I know sometimes, you, you know, you can add or have red wine in a pasta sauce and mm-hmm. but kind of does the same thing i think all right so let's move into some of the purported health benefits of vinegar now again purported right and let's preface this by saying that we're not medical people we're not nurses we're not doctors we're not uh health gurus guru gurus <laughs> or anything like that uh I, you know, I just what I did is I basically just went out there and I put in health benefits of vinegar. And here are some of the things that I came up with. Um, now, you said these were specific more to apple cider vinegar or was right. it vinegar in general? No, this is more specific to apple cider vinegar. And I want to say here, too, that, you know, I mean, you you see so much of this on the news and in like health magazines and everything. And, you know, like on shows like Dr. Oz and, you know, I'm not a Dr. Oz fan, um, but I've always been skeptical about this. Well, there's and always something, so. right? There's like some berry, oh, yeah. there's something, yeah. there's always something. And I, I think you just have to be careful who's who's pushing what Mm -hmm. like i think some of the the issues people have with dr oz is he gets a lot of he gets some kickback from Mm. some of the things he promotes right right Right. but you know with any time that something is kind of touted as a miracle cure for like 
everything. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a panacea. Anytime I see something like that, I kind of go, mm, you know, I, that just kind of discounts everything for me. Yeah. Um. So apple cider vinegar has for just years and years and, and decades and centuries has been touted as this kind of folk remedy for everything. So diabetes, acid reflux, warts, cancer, arthritis, athlete's foot, bad breath, high cholesterol, gout, poison oak, urinary tract infection, head lice, and you know, the list just goes on and on. And anytime I see something that says that it can do all that, I kind of just kind of back away. And well, and the thing is, there's so many different things. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. Every, everything can't be a miracle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Everything's miracle berry, miracle cure for the, like, right. you know, it's very confusing. To me, it's kind of goes back to, um, what's that movie? My Big Fat Greek Wedding with the Windex. With the Windex, yeah. Yes. That's what I think of when I when I see something like this. Well, in the Hispanic community, it's Vicks Vapor Rub. <laughs> Just put that on everything and you're fine. And it's fine. All right. So, uh, yeah. And that when I when I started doing research on this, that's kind of what I came up with is so much of the the claims about apple cider vinegar are on the internet that you find on the internet and in magazines and what what have you are overstated, unfounded. You know, and it's kind of like, let's make a buck off of this because we can sell a whole, you know, bunch of vinegar. Um, there's so do you not think a it's all bogus of, or do you think there's some? No, I think there's some, but there just hasn't been as much, much research yet as there should be to support all of the claims that are made. Yeah. So most of the studies that have been conducted that I could find have to do with type 2 diabetes. And these studies have shown that apple cider vinegar may help reduce insulin and glucose spikes after meals in some type two diabetics and (laughs) pre-diabetics. And that's good. I mean, that's, that's good, but I just don't think that you can make a blanket statement and say, you know, apple cider, you should drink apple cider vinegar if you have type two diabetes. Yeah. Come off your medicine and just take that. I'm not doing it. Um, So, I mean, that's, that's and I know there's there's ongoing things. So that's just kind of something to keep in mind. But there are some precautions if you do take apple cider vinegar internally, medicinally. Um, there are some things. And I, I don't think it's necessarily a bad thing. I mean, you don't want to overdo it for yeah. sure. But there are a couple of precautions. So one of them is that it is very acidic. It has an extremely high level of um, acetic acid. And so it can do damage to tooth enamel and to the lining of your esophagus. So it should always be diluted with water or juice. You don't want to just do a shot of apple cider vinegar. Yeah. Another thing with apple cider vinegar is that it could conceivably cause low potassium levels, so thereby lower bone density. So Mm -hmm. you want to be careful with that as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. Another one is that apple cider vinegar could potentially interact with diuretics, laxatives, and then some medicines for diabetes and heart disease as well. Mm -hmm. So you want to be careful with that. Right. And, And, you know, we always say, before you do anything, you start doing it, take anything, just make sure you let your doctor know. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if you start thinking you're going to treat something with apple cider vinegar, just make sure you're looping in him or her. Right, exactly. All right, well, let's move on to our last uh, little subtopic here, which is cleaning. All right. So what is vinegar good for when you're cleaning? All right. So there are a couple different things. There, This is another thing, and this is really interesting, that, you know, vinegar has been 
there are claims that you know like 500 uses for vinegar around the house and whatever and and I think a lot of that is kind of overstated um there are things that vinegar is really good at and then there are things that vinegar just doesn't do and I've seen claims that say that vinegar does things that it doesn't and so Let's well, clarify some yeah, of those. One of the things that I, I have seen it do, though, in certain circumstances, I, it depends on what you're cleaning, but it does tend to cut through some of that soap scum that you get on your shower. Mm-hmm. I know on our shower, it, it's not necessarily 100%. It doesn't just make it go away. No, no. But, <laughs> but the reason, the re- yeah, and it is good at that. The reason is because it is acidic. Yeah, and I've seen, I don't know that we do this because we have a very wide shower head but i know that when we had a smaller one you, if you put the like a vinegar up to mm-hmm. it and and you soak it in the mm-hmm. vinegar it gets all that so that hard water i've done that before yeah to, to yeah. clean it off yeah the so. way that i did it on our old shower head because it was smaller and easier to do um i'm not going to stand there for 20 minutes with a, a <laughs> bowl of vinegar but with the old shower head it was smaller and i would just take a sandwich bag and put vinegar in it and then um, secure it to yeah. with the shower head submerged in it and secure it with a rubber band or something. And uh, But it does. It does do a good job of that. And that's because of the acid. It also is good for shining stainless steel and chrome. Uh, it's good for deodorizing. And when my uncle passed away a couple years ago, I inherited a uh, shifferobe that is, much to Vicky's dismay, is in our uh, spare room here. Uh, and I say to Vicky's dismay because my uncle was a heavy, heavy smoker. And uh. it did smell like smoke. And I, I put basically vinegar and water in a spray bottle and I sprayed all the insides of it, the insides of the drawers. I did that. And then I wiped down the outside. And uh, oh, the, the smoke and tar residue that came off of it was disgusting. But the vinegar did help get that off. And then I put bowls of vinegar and everything I could think of and baking soda and everything in there. Holy water. Holy water. <laughs> and it did eventually help take the smell away. So it, it's good at that. Uh, sort of. <laughs> and then it's uh, it's good at cutting through grease. And again, that's because of the acid. All right. So what doesn't it do? What it doesn't do, and this is what kind of bothers me that I see a lot of claims of this, is uh, people claim that it's gr- a great disinfectant. It's not. It doesn't have any disinfecting properties. It's just an acid. It doesn't kill bacteria. Um so it's not, if you're going to make cleaners that are disinfecting, you can do it and you can use vinegar as a part of that cleaner, but you also need to, to use something like peroxide or um, 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 uh, tea tree oil, some uh, essential oils that have antibacterial and, and disinfectant properties. So it, it's possible. All right. And something else it doesn't do is it doesn't remove dirt. It just... Um yeah, it doesn't. I mean, you're wiping it, so your yeah. <laughs> your cloth is probably removing the dirt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's because it's a liquid that you're putting on stuff, and so if you see, you know, if you you have something that's really dirty, and you spray it with vinegar and water, and then you wipe it off, yeah, I mean, stuff's going to come off on your cloth because it's wet. Water removes dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. All um, right, let's talk about some tips for using vinegar around the house. Okay, so the biggest thing probably is do not mix vinegar and castile soap when you're making homemade cleaners and i do make some of my cleaners i own homemade cleaners i make a an all-purpose cleaner that uses castile soap Um, i make a floor cleaner that uses vinegar but not castile soap and the reason that you don't want to do this is because 
it's really simple. It's just uh, chemistry. Vinegar is an acid. Castile soap is a base. So when you put them together, they cancel each other out. And on top of that, they make this really gross, just goopy kind of... I was going to say, do they blow up or anything? <laughs> no, they don't blow up. They won't make you pass out. Um, but it just makes... it. They they just um, cancel each other out because the what happens is the vinegar, the acid in the vinegar, um, de-saponifies the soap, the Castile soap. So it just takes the soapiness out of it and it makes this kind of gross pasty mess all right have you tried that before or? i haven't because just simply because i read oh, okay. not to do it i'm gonna say you're kind of descriptive with that thing no i saw a picture on the internet <laughs> okay <laughs> so this is what happens and it showed a picture i was like oh that's gross um so instead uh make if you're gonna make a castile soap base cleaner don't use vinegar in it the one that i make is castile soap water uh, some essential oils and some, um, well, sweet almond oil too, to kind of, um, oh wait, no, that's the hand soap. No sweet almond oil in the cleaner. But anyway, it's a, it doesn't contain both. Um, you have a video, right? Showing you I making do, it. Awesome. And I'll link to that. I have a video for making the all purpose cleaner and also the, uh, hand soap. And then I also make a floor cleaner that we use with the mop. All but, right. But a good, a, good, a good way to do it then is to use the Castile soap base cleaner to clean your surfaces. Mm -hmm. And then you can do a vinegar and water rinse to get the, any soap residue off. So okay. that's a good way to do it. All right. So I think that does it for our main topic. Hopefully you've appreciated this tart talking talk. Tart, <laughs> tart talking discussion. Topic. topic. There you tart go. Tart topic. talking discussion about <laughs> vinegar uh the types of vinegar and you know ways to cook with it and then also how to clean with it i'm hungry can you tell <laughs> i yeah i i am too it's been a, we got up early today i know actually. all right let's move into the quote of the week now oh, we missed the recipe oh that's right okay mm. backing Whoop. it up <laughs> no beep 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 recipe of the week oh my god we've been together too long haven't we <laughs> all right so uh th now this is the one i was telling you about this morning this is uh salt and vinegar roasted potatoes that sounds so good i've been craving salt i think i must yeah. be missing something like I, I, like well, salt salt <laughs> Duh. We really need to eat. Um, but no, this is really uh, cool. It, and this uses the malt vinegar. So we need to go to the store and get us some malt vinegar and some new potatoes. And this this recipe just looks so good. It's basically you just take the little new potatoes or fingerling potatoes and um, just kind of smash them a little bit to break the skins and then roast them and then uh, toss them in vinegar, malt vinegar and salt. And oh, that sounds so good. Yay. That mm -hmm. sounds, let's do that after this. All right. All right. So after the quote of the after week. After the quote of the week. Which comes from Mr. Oscar Wilde. And he said... To make a good salad is to be a brilliant diplomatist. The problem is entirely the same in both cases. To know exactly how much oil one must put with one's vinegar. And awesome. yes, I found a quote that used vinegar. <laughs> when we were going over this outline, I said, how did you find a vinegar quote? <laughs> I put in uh, vinegar quotes, quotes and vinegar. then I searched through a whole lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> to find one that wasn't like from a chef or something. All right. So our question of the week is, do you use vinegar in cooking, cleaning, or for health reasons? And if so, how do you do it? To let us know how you do it, you can head out to the show notes at 
vegetarianzen.com forward slash 128. You can also hit us up on Facebook, the Twitters, or Twitters. you can email us and let us know. All We'd be right. very curious. It'd be better to put it on uh, out somewhere where everybody sees it, though, so that way we can share if possible. Absolutely. Um, and don't forget, uh, with uh, Vegetarian Zen, it's www.vegetarianzen.com forward slash 128 because I haven't figured out how to get it to redirect yet. So. Oh, yeah, that's right. You have to... You have to put the www. So working on that, yes. <laughs> okay. All right. I think that does it Stupid for this internet. tart talking topic. <laughs> Let's move on to episode number 129. All right. Till next time. Peace out. Bye. Thanks for joining us today on Vegetarian Zen. We've created a free resource for you to show you five ways to sneak more fruits and veggies into your diet. You can download it right now by visiting vegetarianzen.com. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind. 